Welcome to the Chirpin' Birds podcast on Mother's Day 2023. Uh, the schedule is out. We'll go game by game here. It's Sunday morning on the on the precipice of Game 7 for the Sixers. But uh, right now we're talking Eagles game by game schedule release. Not... Not too much other news here. Uh, Sean Desai did uh, uh, speak with the media for the first time since uh, he had been hired by the Eagles. Before we get started here, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, as you mentioned, Game 7 just a few hours away. Um, I guess at the top, how, how are you feeling about it? <laughs> Not very good. What about like setting aside game seven like the the anxiety of it how are you feeling about the game like obviously the stakes are incredibly high um but yeah i, I, I don't know I, if you I, want to go on the record with their prediction but you know no. I, I would say this is a these are two teams who are um somewhat evenly matched and it, it is like kind of a toss-up for me so um yeah i'm i'm right there with you but i think they they have a solid chance for sure yeah Ignoring the decade-long process culminating to this game seven, uh, I I think it's a very winnable game. Um, it it really depends on which Sixers team shows up. If it's the team where Embiid, Maxi, and Harden are all playing well, then I then they've won every game that that's happened. If Harden doesn't show up, they've proved that they lose those games. Um, if if one of them doesn't show up, they lose. So uh, I, I think the Celtics are the better team top to bottom as far as, you know, average, you know, talent level. But I think that the the Sixers big three of Maxi Harden and Embiid are um, – good enough to win the game uh you know all the tobias harris had two points in game six uh discourse i i'm very neutral about that like yeah he's has a horrible contract for his role on the team but i i don't expect him to um carry the team or to be you know the biggest difference maker if like if Harden's doesn't show up, I don't expect Tobias Harris to score thirty points and and help them win. So Tobias, just how he is on the team, is kind of not really, you know, relevant to to me in in the greater scheme of things. Like it's it's Maxi Harden and Embiid, and Embiid has proven that he can have a twenty six point, you know, five blocks you know, 10 read like a double double and in a in a bad showing and Harden's proved in a bad showing he can be like two two for you know 12 from the field and no foul shots and you know 12 points or something like that. So yeah, I I think if if they show up then I feel pretty confident if if uh the three of them, you know, one or two of them are or don't show up then then I feel bad. But I think this is, um, you know, for for you, it's it might be different, but for me, like the Sixers of the of the core four have always been 
the fourth. Um, they've they've become uh, higher than that. I mean, the the Eagles and the Phillies for me are are pretty equal, and it helps that they don't play at the same time of year for the most part. Um, so you know, if they're one A and one B, the Sixers have been two uh, for me for for the last you know six six seven years since Embiid has has played. So. Uh, it's easier for me to be out on on the Sixers until you know they actually do break through, and I think that if they lose today, this that's that's sort of the last draw for me to expect that this iteration of the Sixers with Joel Embiid, unless they get another star like uh, Harden walks. Um, uh, it's hard for me to believe that there'll be anything more than those Hawks teams that were always really good and never made it anywhere. So, you know, this is sort of uh, an identity crisis for me as a Sixers fan. And if they lose, then uh, I will feel very validated that I barely watched the regular season this year um, and, and didn't get my hopes up. And uh and if they win, then I will finally, uh, you know, have to face the fact that I, um, I believe in this team. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. There, I don't, I don't want to so much... sound flaky, but I just feel like I've had one foot out the door this whole season. And, um, you know, the, the Kawhi shot didn't break me as a Sixers believer in this in this era of Sixers basketball that that didn't break me the sweep in the bubble didn't break me uh the Hawks series you know there there was hope that they would get someone to replace Ben Simmons in a trade and they they have but it's an older James Harden so uh you know, the the Heat series, you could make an excuse like they hadn't played together that that long and, and James Harden had another year. Um hamstring. And he had the hamstring. And this this year there's, you know, Joel has the, the knee, but it it hasn't hindered him enough to um, you know, really affect him from playing at least 80% of, of him. So, you know, he, he's arguably been, been better than that. So I don't know if it, it feels like if last year he had one of the thumb and the knee, uh, he would have been okay. But with both, um, that sort of slowed him down last year. So that's my long winded, uh, answer of I have one foot in one foot out. If they, if they lose, I'm sort of, never going to believe in the Joel Embiid Sixers to break through, um, even though he's the best, if not co-best uh, Sixers of all time with AI and Dr. J, I guess. Um, but that that's kind of where I'm at with the team. Yeah, I, I can relate to a lot of that. And I, I do think that they're, this Sixers team has something that prior versions hasn't or haven't. Um, and it kind of just comes down to like, as long as the stars are showing up and delivering, 
um, at least like B level games and the role players deliver on big shots, like I feel pretty good. Um, but I don't think it's going to be easy, comfortable game. I think it's going to be very close. I'm not sure how much like maybe Boston's going to show up in Game Seven. I don't really think home court's been too big of a factor. I think that kind of goes out the window in a Game Seven. Um, but so far, I think the Sixers have they've been decent in hostile environments. So I really think it's just going to come down to like um, you know on those open looks that you know Anthony. PJ Tucker, like our guys gonna take those shots willingly and hit them when they need to. So yeah, I maybe this is just the optimist to me. Um, but I have Sixers advancing. And boy, I hope by the time this gets posted that that is the honest uh outcome for yeah, everybody's yeah. sake. I mean, I, I don't watch that much basketball. Uh, you know, I'm an Eagles and an NFL fan. I watch a lot of football during the football season and and all the playoff games. So, you know, it's not the case with the NBA, but the a team that has to rely on their stars showing up and and well, obviously every team has to rely on that, but a, a team that never knows if their stars will show up is not a sustainable uh, path through the playoffs. So, um, you know, with the Eagles, you don't have that worry. You know, Jalen has been steady his his entire career. I mean, it's been two seasons, really, as a starter. But, um, you know, the offensive line is has had uh lesser games during the regular season but they're they always show up like the the uh, football's a lot different but you know they'll they'll have a mistake here or there whereas the Sixers issue it seems has been they've never had a PJ Tucker type guy until this year and even so like he can only yell at everyone so much um, it seems effort. It seems like head in the game type stuff. But basketball is a different sport. So, and it's the f- same five guys back and forth for you know forty minutes. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't I don't pretend that it's the same thing uh, as football. But there there's an element of you know effort and focus and and that kind of stuff. So, I think Doc's been fine. I haven't complained about Doc or uh, you know. But we're we're an Eagles podcast, so we don't have to go into X's and O's for the for the Sixer series. But uh, yeah, it's kind of bleak, and and it's interesting to compare it's that not to bleak, the yeah maybe bleak by the time you're hearing this though yeah yeah I'm just it's it's bleak that it's gotten to the point where over ten years it's come down to one game that can define an era. Anyway. To to trans to to transition from the Sixers to the Eagles, who we've never talked about in the history of this podcast, at least in such a way, uh, the Eagles' schedule has come out. Um, according to I think it was the NFL tweeted that they have the hardest strength of schedule in the league. Not surprising, considering it's a first place schedule. 
uh, they unlucked out, I guess, uh, as the uh, extra game is against the AFC West, which of course uh, aligns with their finishing position, uh, i.e. first place. So they do play the Chiefs again. We already knew that uh, from the opponents. Uh, Just to overview, they play all the first place NFC teams. They play the NFC West, the AFC East. Um, The Chiefs is that extra game than their own division twice. So uh, the schedule has come out. What were your initial thoughts? Uh, my initial thoughts, I mean, it, it is always kind of funny because we knew all the teams who they were going to be playing. This is really just the the order and days that they would be playing. Um, but, you know, finally seeing it all set in stone in order, uh, it definitely does become more real. And... Um, I guess my first obvious reactions are like, boy, the first half is kind of a cakewalk or as much as you could possibly get in the NFL. And boy, the back half is the opposite, <laughs> or at least like the uh, the first half of the back half. Uh, they have a quite the treacherous run there for, I think, four or five games. Um, but ultimately, I'm like, man, if this is like the toughest strength of schedule, like bring it on. Like it doesn't seem, doesn't seem too bad. Um, the Eagles uh, win over under, I believe is 10 and a half. And that's not, um, that's not like the, in the highest tier in the league. I don't think, I think there's some teams who have um, at least like 11 and a half, maybe. Or 12. So I, I definitely think that they're factoring in for schedule. But like, I look at the schedule, I'm like, man, 10 and a half, like 10 seems like a very safe floor for this team. So I'm curious how much that'll move over the course of, you know, between now and preseason, because that feels like a pretty good bet to me. Yeah, uh, not not uh, recommending anybody make that bet if they're if they don't feel comfortable with no it, we don't like, we don't uh we don't recommend bets we don't uh influence one way or another so, is it legal in texas no it's still not yeah it's so, so surprising it's not legal in either of our states so <laughs> you, we, you would we think can, that's uh, like one of texas's like can't recommend anything you're born with that right but no you still can't sure um yeah i think uh the schedule if if your schedule is going to be really easy and really hard and uh, you probably want the direction of that to be start easy and hard instead of start hard and end easy. Um, it was uh, to the Eagles benefit a couple of years ago and they won the last four in a row to make the playoffs. Um, but I, I think for a defending NFC champion team, uh, a team that made the Super Bowl the previous year to start off with easier opponents, kind of get your footing, especially with the new uh, new coordinators, um, couple new faces. It's uh, it's it's pretty pretty nice to open the season uh, with a easier schedule. Um, that being said, uh, it does get really, really hard after the bye. I think uh, the NFL didn't really do any favors, unlike last year where they had three road games in a row, um, ending with that Dallas game. 
uh, it was, uh, I forget the first one, but it was, uh, then after that was Chicago and then Dallas. Um, so three road games in a row were not, um, uh, is not the case. They have two different times there. They have two road games in a row. Um, I know, uh in 2017 they played the rams and the seahawks back to back and they just stayed out west uh this year they have back to back at dallas at seattle so not quite that west coast trip but um those are going to be a couple tough games as well but overall i think that it's uh just important to take care of business early and um once you get to the bye hopefully you you don't have more than a couple losses there if if that and then you can kind of um see what you got in a five game stretch and then you uh in the season uh not not too bad uh a couple not easy games but easier games and and you'll you'll see where you're at i don't think that the division is a guarantee um but you know overall i uh, you you like you said you knew your opponents and uh i i don't think that they as far as home and away have uh too much to complain about yeah and it like you uh and, and i say time by i feel like it's been a while since we've had one that's like as close to the middle as you can reason reasonably expect yeah only three one o'clock games interesting uh interesting there so uh, a lot of prime time. Um, now on the yeah. West Coast, is that like is that good news for you, or do you like those one o'clock, ten o'clock games? Uh, I think it's not as bad as an East Coast. Like you watch all the one o'clock games, and you have to wait till four thirty to to watch the Eagles. Um, but it it is it is nice that you can kind of throw on Red Zone you know, maybe, uh, you know, cook yourself a little breakfast while the game's going on, that kind of thing, relax. And then, and then at, at one is, is the game. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I like primetime games. I think that's where I get more bang for my buck on the West coast with a, uh, five o'clock five or five twenty game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one o'clock I just, or one thirty, I just feel kind of neutral. It does, um, take out the uh you know i watch the game from 10 to 1 have the rest of my day if i don't watch football all day mm. so it's sort of not the best time as far as like in the middle of, of the day but um you know have more flexibility in the morning i guess cool well let, let's kick things off um week one the road opener for the eagles they go to uh the meadowlands right no that's where the giants play they go to foxborough foxborough i always get those two mixed up i I can't be the only one it's because of all those patriots giants super bowls yeah well okay they go to foxborough uh for the tom brady um what are they calling it the let's go tom game or something Something like that. The Brady's so, back game. I yeah, don't know. So Brady's he's gonna come back. I guess it's like his one day retirement contract thing, but 
Uh, yeah, hopefully Eagles got to play a spoiler for Tom Brady again. Uh, so they open it on the road against the Patriots, who were 8-9 and nine last year. Ian, who do you got? I I do agree that it's going to be a tough or tougher game. I mean, if if it's going to be anything like last year, that Lions game was uh, uncomfortably close for the talent disparity. Uh, but they have more um, experience with each other. They're, they're coming off a Super Bowl win. A lot of the same offensive pieces are back. Arguably, their running back room is better than last year. Cumulatively. Um, I think it's a win, but I think it is tougher than it should be because of uh, the whole, you know, energy of, of the Brady returning. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't feel that way. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the Patriots are like a, they kind of just feel like rudderless. Like I don't, like Mac Jones is fine and their defense is good. I, they went out and they got Juju Smith Schuster, which I, I could see the Eagles locker room really uh, having that as some, uh, some bulletin board material, some very strange bulletin board material after the Super Bowl. Um, so, and like they are, they are, they are at home. So there's some juice there for their home opener, but I just look at their offense and I'm like, man, this this team's fine. But if if this team is giving the Eagles trouble, like it's not the Eagles team that I was ready for. So I have this as like a pretty put it in the bucket win for the Eagles. Yeah, at least it 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 should be that way. Um eight and nine, five hundred teams, they they uh actually it would be Eagles schedule twenty twenty two. I just want to see what the all the final scores were uh last year because um you know five hundred teams like the the Jaguar uh, it, was too, it was just too early. I, I don't know the the Jaguars game was close. Um they beat up on the commanders twice. I know they lost to the Commanders. The second game, Packers was kind of close. Titans they dominated. I don't know the the Cardinals were bad. The Lions ended up being good, um, or five hundred I think. So that was a closer game. Colts they won by one. So I don't know. I think there there's. A, slight variance um it's tough because the like the saints game was with Minshew, so the saints were pretty close to making the playoffs Uh, they killed the steelers i don't know i guess it's high it's high variance on the 500 teams so okay so i got you down as a win and on like a on a scale of one to ten confidence in that uh outcome i'm I'm gonna I'll go sit. in as a okay. as an eight. Give me okay. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. All right. Week two, Thursday night football. It's a short week at home against Minnesota. 
Uh, Minnesota, of course, last year, 13 and four, lost in the wild card to the Giants. Uh, short yeah. week, prime time. One quick note on that. Like, that's that's one where I think, um, if you look at the DVOA, like the Vikings and their more advanced metrics don't line up with their record. Like, they were incredibly lucky in one score. And they have like 11 of those 13 or one score games. Yeah. Like it was just like unsustainable. So that's one where like it kind of that, um, that record goes into strength of schedule when in reality, if like you look at it, there's probably some um, luck factored in there that would probably, um, it's probably like helping out the Vikings more than it really should. Um, but yeah, they made the playoffs. They were kind of, uh, I don't, mo- I, th- I think most fans considered them somewhat of a paper tiger. Like their record was more scary than their actual roster. Yeah. Um, They're not going to be as good this year with, uh, you know, Thielen's gone and that the Thielen was giving, helping them to 13 and four, but uh, they had some pieces uh, leave. Uh, they have first place schedule. I, I just don't think they're going to be as good this year. Yeah, they just traded uh, away on top of their, their pass rusher, I believe, Sedarius Smith. Right, right. I did see um, that. So. Yeah, Thursday night a game. Or Thursday night again. I think that was last year's. Uh, wasn't that week two? It was a know. Monday night game, okay. week two. Gotcha. So, so just... this is... Uh, uh, I I wonder if they want more uh, Thursday night because they changed the Thursday night rules, right? Like they're they're having uh people or teams can, I think flex to Thursday now, and um, and teams can play Thursday more than once. So I think Thursday night games are are they they might be trying to to make them more compelling. Um, I don't. I, I could be wrong here. I don't think they've allowed the uh, that ability for Thursday. They, I think, that yeah, just, they they threw there was it conversations around. Yeah. and they're like, no, that's actually like infringing on player safety. You can't have right. like a surprise short week. That's yeah. too far right now. Okay, but um, uh, I think it's good to get it away early in the season because uh, a, a Thursday night game is just not ideal. Like Monday to Sunday is technically a short week, but it's not nearly as short as Sunday to Thursday. Uh, and then they sort of have a mini buy um, after that. So, you know, I, I I don't know that there's any look ahead this early in the schedule. Um, so I I'm gonna say it's a win, but it might be like an ugly one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I too have it as a win. Um, a lot of that's just based off of last year's performance. Like I thought the Vikings. Uh, they're good. I, I just think the Eagles are more talented. Um, you know, there's always going to be the just Justin Jefferson, like how, what's your plan of uh, containing him? They had a really good one last year. Um, Bradbury Slay, a year older, Jefferson, a year deeper into his prime in a good way. So, um, you know, that's going to be a tall task for Desai early on, but they brought back they're two cornerbacks that they trust a lot. And I think, uh, I think the Eagles, they come out in their home opener and I think they, they win confidently. 
Um, I'm going to give this one a seven just be, just because the the Vikings are a more talented team with a better quarterback, but not a team that's really uh, given me any sort of hesitation. Yeah, I feel oddly more confident in this game than the Patriots game, just because it's the first game of the year and there's a lot of flukiness with the first game of the year overall. But uh, since it's a short week and it's a better team from last year, I also have a six and a half confidence level. Okay. But for different reasons. So, and I guess for let's do this for any of the home games, we'll do a confidence meter in. it being a game where they wear the Kelly green jerseys. No, <laughs> no, you don't want to do it or <laughs> it's a zero. No, they're, I don't think that they're wearing it. <laughs> All right. Well, like, give me a number <laughs> zero. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. Then they travel. Uh, so they have a mini buy cause their next game is a Monday night game against Tampa Bay on the road. Tampa Bay with uh, Kyle Trask. Did they draft a quarterback? Uh, or Baker one? Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Okay, so um, you know, simply put, it's a mini buy. They've had two tougher games. Uh, they're I'm a I'm a I'm a big believer in the first four weeks is the identity finding period. They've had two games. They're uh, they're they're on their third, um, you know, their first six games, four of them are on the road. But uh, I think that this is probably the easiest road game of of the first six games or the, their first four road games. I I just don't see uh, uh, any of their quarterbacks beating the Eagles. So, um, yeah, no, it's a tall task and it's a it's a win for me. Three and zero. So they were eight or nine last year. They made it to the wild card. Um, but yeah, that quarterback. There's just such a disparity there. They got a good defense. They got a um, Bowles. He's a he's a good head coach, defensive minded. He's the guy that like really exposed Jalen in his first playoff game. So um, there there could be some extra motivation from Hurts to go back rewrite that uh poor performance and i'm right there with you like i think the defense can make some plays and stall the eagles here and there but on the other side of the ball i just see the eagles kind of teeing off against um whoever it's probably gonna be baker but that's just not a competitive um offensive game plan in my opinion against this eagles defense so I've been starting off three and now, and as far as like a confidence meter, that that feels like an eight to me. Wow, my confidence meter for this game is eight point nine. Okay, I'm, I'm well, going with the decimals. You didn't you didn't give me any criteria, so no, that's fine. Uh, I'm including the decimals. And the only reason it's not a nine is because it's in that first four week period which I'm very uh, staunch about. Anyway, they uh, week four, they have their first regular Sunday one o'clock game at home against uh, division foe, the Washington Commanders under new ownership of Josh Harris, Harris Blitzer, 
not not Forts. formalized yet. The league could still uh, all right make well, a surprise move be, there. It'll be formalized by then. They have um, Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback, I believe. Did they? They may have drafted someone. We got, uh, we got to do Sam, a, Sam Howell last year. So yeah, Sam Howell. I don't think there's a Heineke uh, is not on the team right now, right? No, he's with the Falcons. I believe he's with the Falcons. Okay. Uh, uh, again, I think that this is, uh, just comes down to quarterback. Um, you know, they, I think they drafted that corner that, um, Forbes, Forbes that the, uh, athletic guys don't like, or one of them does. And the other one doesn't, uh, I forget it. Who, 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 Bo Wolf and Zach Berman, uh, debated that, uh, on the draft pod, that they did um i think it just comes down to that so it, it's really for these first four games uh four or five games it just comes down to like the first two weeks them just winning you know like the first two weeks them just um dealing with the the brady of it all and then the short week of it all like if if they can come out of that two and oh I I just feel very confident that they'll end up four and zero. If there's a fluky loss in the first four games, I think it'll be in the first two. Um, so because it's a division, oh sorry, you 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 have to make your prediction before I say my my difficulty or my confidence scale. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's for me. It's similar to the Buccaneers. Like they have a good defense. You know, they beat the Eagles last year. I think there was, like, uh, way too many, like, fluky, bad call, bad luck events in that game. Um, I think it's pretty clear the Eagles are a much better team than Washington. And when I when you look at the quarterback disparity, I know uh, Brissett's decent. I still think of him more as, like, a league average guy. Uh, they do have decent weapons in uh, McLaurin. Uh, Curtis Samuel, forgetting the guy they drafted from Penn State, his name at the moment. Um, but I don't think like there's nothing that really is a cause for concern. So I have this an Eagles win, and I'm gonna drop it down to a seven just because um, you know it's never easy in your division. Yeah, I got it at an eight point five, and the cool. only reason it's not a nine is because it's in division. All right, so we we but it's, have it is the now. first division game, so it's like something to get up for, yeah. You know? Right, and the, it is a home game, so it is a home game, yeah, and it's their There's... first regular home game. Yeah. I mean, they have the Thursday night game, but um, all right. Well, Kelly Green, no, Put on your radar, zero. So you think there's a zero percent chance? You can't break out the Kelly Green in the first four weeks. Why is that? I have an idea of when they're going to break it out. <laughs> All right. What, tell me this. How many times do you think they're wearing it? Once. This season? You think only once? Yeah. All that fanfare for one game? That's what they did with the Kevin Cobb game. I mean, I, I just feel like they're going to make How many times did they wear their black jerseys? Twice? I just... You're adding another jersey. You know how long fans have waited for this? 
Do you think they're just going to wear it How once? How many times do you think they're going to wear it? I mean, I, I was banking at least twice. Okay, well, I mean, it's not crazy that I think it's once. You're saying, like, you're thinking it's I four mean, well, times. I mean, once is like a, that's like, once is like a ceremonial jersey. Like, this is, this is going to be a part of their jersey rotation. <laughs> okay. I still don't think they're going to wear it this game, but I'll... <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll give you... I have, I, I have... I had two games in mind. Now I have three. Okay. All right. Week and five. I, and, and it'll be 33.33% chance for all three of those games. But if it's not one of those games for me, it's 0% chance. All righty. Uh, week five, Eagles. Week five, they fly out to sunny Southern California, Los Angeles, to play the Rams, who were five and twelve last year, and their starting quarterback is a mix of <laughs> Stetson Bennett, potentially Carson Wentz, who's trying out with them and apparently open to being a backup, and uh, Matthew Stafford, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely Matthew An Stafford. An old, decrepit Matthew Stafford. I I don't know. I, I have it as a as a win. I, I don't think the, the Rams, um, you know, they have, they still have Allen Robinson. No, he's traded. He's the Steeler. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got traded. <laughs> so they have a less, even less uh, weapons. Yeah, I mean, I sent you that tweet about, the amount of rookies and undrafted free agents they have on the roster. Uh, this is a team who is in a very aggressive rebuild. They still have, um, still have Aaron Donald. Um, they still have Cooper Cup. So they still have like their old pillars. And I, right. I don't mean old as like literally old. They have Skoranek. Yeah, they do. Um, but they, they, they don't have like that competitive infrastructure um they were just kind of like a beat up team last year they don't really have the the draft uh assets after they kind of pushed them all in they they ultimately got the super bowl out of it so it was all worth it i, I still think that that comment from jerry jones when he was saying he kind of he lumped the rams with the eagles or i should rather say he lumped the eagles with the rams as far as teams who are aggressively uh, pushing their chips in for like the big run <laughs> and the, the and eagles who have like 12 draft picks next yeah, draft the eagles who were like <laughs> could not be in better shape roster wise uh quarterback wise age wise like blue chip players obviously the rams still have a few but like the, the rams in my mind are like the eagles if things go horribly wrong three years from now with the eagles <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, um, there's a big talent disparity between these two rosters. You don't have to be a genius to point that out. Um, you know, maybe there's like at this point when you're comparing two teams like this, you're like, all right, maybe like the travel is a concern. Um, that's the only concern I have is the travel. So I'd say like travel, Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper cup. But after that, it's like, boy, this could be a blowout. So, yeah, 5-0, and oh, and I'm feeling like this is a 9 out of 10. Wow. I got an 8.7 because of the travel. Only reason it's not a 9. <laughs> I'm hesitant to go 9. 
even even if this uh part of the schedule is easier um all right week six they uh you know they fly out to la they fly back home they they take a bus up to uh the meadowlands foxborough also known as uh where the jets also play in case you uh forgot about that uh aaron Rodgers. yeah jets were seven and ten last year now they now they got aaron Rodgers. so uh, they they beat the Packers last year with Aaron Rodgers. They injured uh, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, uh, in that game. Not not condoning that or or uh, advocating for it, just uh, sharing. Uh, had to sneeze there, but we're all good. We're professional. We mute. We we mute when we sneeze. Uh, I think this might be a tough, uh, tough game. Just, you know, they have Garrett Wilson, they have Sauce Gardner, they have uh, talented pieces. I think they, uh, they have a very good defense. um, Yeah. And and an offense that is like now being reshaped. Um, Who's their running back? Brees Hall? He's one of them. I feel like they're, they've drafted a handful over the past few years. Uh, they they get Alan Lazard, Brad right. Garrett Wilson. Um, probably f- do they still have? Um, I, yeah, there's there's a few other uh, passing options there. Um, but I'm, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he he definitely uh, brings legitimacy to this team, who had a very feisty defense. They were seven and ten last year, but. Um, a lot of people have them as like uh, suddenly like contender types or just on the outside of contenders. So um, they're a team that, uh, you know, you might look and say like, ah, oh, these are the Jets. So when you say w. contender, do you mean like to make the playoffs or like for the Super Bowl? No, like most people have them as a playoff team. And when I say contender, I mean somebody who has a non-zero chance at winning. Or getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's it's tough to, to analyze the Aaron Rodgers of it all because you know the Packers have not really had too many weapons for him outside of Aaron Jones. It's just not a necessarily, a, a weapon for for him. You know to throw to necessarily. Uh, I think he is a pass catching uh, running back, but but you know not a not a receiver. So. Uh, it's it's tough to really uh, gauge. I think it's similar to the Carson Wentz of a couple of years ago, where the excuses were he has no one to throw to. Um, so it's hard to totally tell if it's a decline because he's like thirty eight something years old, uh, or if it's because now he's surrounded by a more talented uh, supporting cast. So I think it, it'll be a, a tougher game. I still think that he's a very good quarterback, but I think on the other side of it, like if you're a Jets fan, it's like, oh, you're playing the Eagles. Like uh, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't feel as a, as a Jets fan that, you know, the Zach Wilson, Mike White of it all really cost them, you know, five wins. So, you know, I, I don't know that the Jets would have been 12 and five last year is all I'm saying. So um, the Jets haven't beaten the Eagles period. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll put that to the test. So I think it's another win. 
six and oh yeah i'm right there with you i do think that this is their toughest game on the schedule uh to date um it is an away game the jets are suddenly feisty they have um you know kind of this new life about them uh, like you know that that's important a team that's like re-energized by uh, a legit very talented quarterback so um it's definitely going to be a close one or at least i should say the the roster there isn't that huge disparity in roster talent but um i'm going to give this like a six out of ten i i could certainly see this being the eagles first loss of the season as much as any of the previous ones or more so um but i still think the eagles are a better team so i have them starting off six and zero as well yeah, uh, I'm a 7.2 here. I think that uh, is higher than yours, mostly because we haven't seen the Jets with Aaron Rodgers yet. And uh, that's, I think, the the most vulnerable 7.2 that, that I could have. Um, then they go back home for a Sunday night primetime game against the Miami Dolphins. If you remember from last year, the two were uh, the last two undefeated teams were the Dolphins and the Eagles. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Dolphins lost, and the Eagles went on to win a, a couple more games. Um, they, also, they also had joint practices, but they never. Um, there was like some sort of sickness, and they had like individual <laughs> practices. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, primetime game at home after two road games. Uh, I think that it's it's tough because you have uh, two division opponents coming up and then the bye week. So I can see this as a look ahead. Um, also Vic Fangio. Rumored Vic Fangio, Eagles. yeah. Very familiar with the Eagles. That wasn't. Um, you know, thank you, Jonathan Gannon, for your tampering or illegal communication, or else he very well could have, uh, you know, been in the Eagles building. Not that, not nothing against Sean Desai, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, just part of it, I guess. Uh, this is tough for me. A lot of mock, um, schedule things that I've read have had uh the the next game the game that they lose i think um just for uh momentum purposes uh in my mind this would be uh, a a better game to lose if they're going to lose one of the next three uh so i'm gonna say you know tyreek hill just uh you know they don't do super well against speed if if two is playing well i think that he's the first uh quarterback i mean be, depending how well they play against aaron Rodgers, like the first better quarterback that um they'll be facing with a really good offense with um waddle and and hill so i'm gonna say this is uh their first loss of the year six and one gotcha uh, yeah, no, this is a, um, it's a very talented uh, team. 
Um, their their offense is legit. They got a lot of firepower on the outside, uh, a lot of speed. There's concern of can can Slay and Bradbury keep up with all that speed, or who's who are the safeties out there playing a you know last line of defense. Um, but I'm I'm gonna give the Eagles the benefit of the doubt. Um, got a lot of talent themselves so this is their um it's also at home maybe a potential for kelly green i don't know how are you feeling is this one of them it is 33.33 percent and if it is indeed it would be a brutal way to uh to debut these jerseys to to lose that game um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, it'll be. A, I, I think it's a really good. It's it's well, it's a good matchup for Sunday Night Football. Like this is a can't miss game. Um, I know national games can sometimes like once in a while you get a clunker. Most often on Thursday, usually Sunday Night Football has a pretty good pool for those matchups. But um, I could certainly see this. In some ways, I look at it similar to the Jets, like. No, this is home. Jets are away. I think the the Dolphins are a little bit better, so like it kind of uh, nets out in a in a similar spot. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna give the Eagles benefit of the doubt here and start have them starting off quite hot, seven and zero. Yeah, I think um, you know these I'll confidence give that like a six. Yeah, a six. the The confidence ratings to me are in the result I'm predicting. So I'm going to give my prediction of a loss of 3.4. I'm not super confident that it's a loss, but I'd rather it be a loss to an AFC team than a loss in the upcoming two games against the division opponent. So uh, a little bit more of what I'd rather happen have happen than what I think is going to happen. Uh, of course, this is all way too early prediction. So um, they go from Sunday night football to a Sunday one o'clock. Their second of three one o'clock starts uh, at Washington. So their second Washington game will be week eight. So first uh, half of the season, Washington is uh, off the off the schedule. This is an away game. I think losing to Miami will um, sort of recenter them uh, and. Uh, shake some things up and uh, you know depending how many other undefeated teams that's another factor in this uh, to some extent is like the whole like oh there's, there's only one undefeated team left and it's like how many more games are they going to win uh, maybe it's not a factor amongst the team itself but amongst the fans uh, it's something to to keep an eye on so I think that uh, because they lose the one game and now you have two division games are sort of refocused instead of like you know, they beat Miami, they're seven and zero, and then they're at Washington and looking ahead to Dallas and losing in Washington, that would be worse because it's a division game. In my opinion, if you're going to lose a game, I think they beat Washington, sweep the season series seven and one. Uh, and it's a road game, so we don't have to predict the Kelly green. Huh. Yeah, I feel similar. I kind of came in, uh, to this exercise is like, all right, yeah, no, I feel like if there's, 
if there's a team that the Eagles sweep in division this year, I think the Commanders are as likely as any. Um, so I have them too, beating the Commanders, starting off 8-0, and I feel... Forget what I said for the home game, but I'm going to give this like a 7 out of 10. Like, I feel like they do pretty well in uh, Landover. Yeah, I'm giving it's like, it It's a, like a, a home game away from home sometimes, most of the time. The, the worst stadium in sport. I wonder if they'll, uh, if, if Harris Blitzer buys, officially buys the Commanders, who gets a new home uh, playing area the sixers or the yeah. commanders yeah who gets it first yeah so i, I have a 7.6 for for this no pun intended uh, uh with the ownership there um 7.6 confidence in that being a win then they go back home so you know after the after the rams game they're pretty much just on buses uh you know they play the jets they play washington and then they're home against dallas this is the uh, America's Game of the Week, 425 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, November 5th at home. I give this a 33.33% chance of being the Kelly Green game home against Dallas. And uh, first Dallas matchup, uh, they're 7-1. They're and one. Who knows what Dallas is by then? Um, let's give it a win going into the bye. All right. 8-1. Eight and one. All right. So I have the Eagles coming in eight and zero. Oh. Um, I think this is a bit of a letdown game. Uh, in result, I think it probably will be an evenly matched game. I don't think there's like a person in the world that has either the Eagles or Cowboys sweeping. It almost seems like everybody's prediction every single year is a series split um so spoiler here i'm gonna have them losing at home winning on the road um it kind of just it kind of feels like it's um meant to happen that the eagles undefeated one week from the bye uh they just miss out on going nine and oh which is i believe what they did last year so um very close game i think uh these are the two best teams in the NFC. Uh, certainly the two best quarterbacks in the NFC. We haven't really seen Jalen and Dak face off a lot. Um, and when they have, Jalen's won. <laughs> or at least last year. When Jalen's uh, post-leap Jalen. He's 1-0 against Dak. So we both have the Eagles heading into their bye 8-1. My loss against Dallas. Your loss against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, I have a 5.7 confidence in, in this win. Just for context, the Cowboys open the season at the Giants, which is probably going to be a win. Uh, home against the Jets. They're at home. I'm going to say that's a win. At Arizona, let's say that's a win. Uh, home versus New England. That's a win. So Dallas could very well be four now. At San Francisco, that's a tough game, but it's a playoff, um, uh, a, a playoff rematch. So they might be amped up for that. That's a Sunday night game. Let's say you know they they win that game at the Chargers, uh, Monday night game. The Kellen Moore game. 
Sure. Yeah. Who knows about that? Uh, so they could very well be six and oh, their bye week is week seven. Then they're home against the Rams. So they could be seven and oh, entering this game. Uh, so, you know, the Eagles for me would be seven and one entering the game. So it's a big game and it's at home and it's America's game of the week. So they're, it very well will be a game for first place at that point in the season. So yeah, uh, that, game. That, that's a big game. So following that, the Eagles are on a bye and they come off the bye. I'm going to say they, they draw that week. So they sure. remain eight and one. And I have a 10.0 confidence in that. Um, week 11, they're at Kansas city Monday night. And I have not seen a single person with any sort of confidence think that the Eagles are winning this game. Uh, I think it's tough on the road. After the bye, it would be interesting. Uh, let's see, Chiefs schedule. Let's see if uh, where they're at. Um. Wow, the first game of the year is against the Lions at home. Jaguars, Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos, Miami. They have the same bye as the Eagles. So yeah. they could very well be 9-0 and entering Andy this Reed, game. Andy Reid notoriously Good very after hard to play after a bye. Yeah, so... I don't know. I I don't know. the The Chiefs' schedule is pretty uh pretty easy. They play the the Eagles, the Bills, and the Bengals. Other than that, all their games are pretty much, you know, they could end up fifteen and two. Honestly, fifteen and or sixteen and one. Like uh, this could be a historic Chiefs Chiefs season. So I'm not confident at all. Um. I I think it'll be it'll just be tough Monday night. Um, and then you look ahead to the gauntlet that that this game kicks off. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say it's a loss. Eight and two, and yeah. I'm let's say five. Oh, sorry. You know, I feel Go similarly. Um, if this was like a home game. I might be be calling Eagles here, but unfortunately it's on the road in one of the uh, toughest stadiums, toughest away stadiums to play in. Like, you know, nobody needs to talk about uh, how good the Chiefs are. We just experienced that in the Super Bowl. Um, hopefully Sean Desai is up for this game. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't... I, I certainly don't think it's like a break this down and marker that the Eagles are going to lose. I just don't feel good about it. So I was at a loss confidence. I feel like it's somewhat of a coin flip game, but probably like a four out of 10. So they, they could leave Kansas city with a win. I'm just going to put it in as an L for now. Uh, yeah. I, I think the Eagles are too good to count out. 
Uh, so I'm going to say it's a 5.6 confidence level that it will be a loss. That's how I'm I'm uh, looking at that. Moving on, and and also this is the um, this is week eleven, and they've already played all but two away games by then. So weeks twelve through eighteen, that's uh, two, four, six, seven games. Only they they have five home games uh, to to end the year. So uh, keeping that in mind, uh, week twelve home against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I feel pretty confident um that they'll show out uh show up in this game it's at home josh allen uh you know the bills are very good uh, all last year is between the eagles bills and chiefs who's the best in the in the in the league um i think unlike mahomes josh allen has a little more variance he's a little more reckless um he 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 can run a lot um, I think the defensive front will will be a strength in this game. Uh, so and and especially with Nolan Smith, if if he's getting uh, more you know reps by then, he's he's very quick and athletic and um, can chase him down. Nicobe Dean hopefully is uh, is you know coming along nicely there as well to sort of be a spy there. Uh, if he is in fact the with him and Morrow, um, you know, I I feel after a loss they they won't beat themselves up too bad, and and they have a a tough game here. Give me nine and two. Alrighty, um, yeah, this is one that I put down as a as a loss. Um, as a home game, so, um. Unlike the the Chiefs, you know, the Eagles do have that benefit of the crowd. Um, but this is uh, dang. What's what's the Sean uh, what McDermott? No. Yeah, <laughs> Sean McDermott. Yeah, Sean McDermott. It's a homecoming, so uh, maybe there's a little bit of juice there. Um, but I have this as a loss. So Eagles hit their first losing streak of the season. Um, they are now eight and three, according to me. Yeah. Um, then they're stay at home for one of the biggest games of the year, home against the San Francisco 40 winers with, uh, you know, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, who knows? Um, I, I don't really know what to expect with them. You know, obviously Brock Purdy had uh, was undefeated um, as the uh, when finishing the game uh, with uh, with the 49ers. So um, if, if he is indeed the starter, that's an L. Didn't they sign someone else? Didn't they have like three guys? Yeah, they signed. Um... I know they lost Garoppolo to the Raiders, but. Uh, yeah, it was. The guy that was with the Panthers last year, Darnold. Darnold, okay. Oh, uh, by the way, Buffalo, I have a 5.3 confidence. That's a win. And I also had the Buffalo game as one of the three um, Kelly Green games. Uh, anyway, so uh, San Francisco, I, I just feel like it's a home game. The, the, 
the 49ers contingent is still complaining about the NFC championship game. I think they'll be pretty juiced up, but I also think that, um, you know, the, the Eagles will just kind of want to put the, put it to bed as well. I think they'll both be juiced up. Like, no, we, we deserve the win. Like we did dominate versus like they lost their quarterback. So, you know, that's the only reason why they lost. So, Give me a win, 10 and 2. And you're up. Yeah, I mean, this is uh this is gonna be a fun one. I'm so happy this is a home game. Uh it's going to be such a toxic week leading up to the game. <laughs> and obviously I think the Eagles will be the aggressor in that uh in the discourse that week. Um I don't know who the quarterback will be at this point. I'm assuming Brock Purdy will be back. But the Eagles, I mean, there's no way. The Eagles are losing this game. Um, I think the team will have so much motivation given all of all of the garbage that their fans and coaches and players have been whining about. Uh, it's like, what, six months ago? Like, um, And I think the fans are going to be like just – like frothing at the mouth uh you know so even like i mean even just the stuff that like shanahan's been saying i think it'll be a close game but i might just say like this is a 10 out of 10 in confidence because of all of uh all of the stuff that's been said and the the certain lack of humility <laughs> that the that the 49ers had after they're just after they just got completely toasted in the playoffs um so i'm gonna i'm gonna give that a 10 that's not a reflection of the quality of the game that's just the feeling that i have in the outcome so yeah eagles, le- eagles leading i'm sorry eagles nine. Nine and three. Oh, nine and three. yeah uh just for some context they'll be playing uh home against cincinnati they have their bye at jacksonville home against tampa at seattle and then at the eagles so um they're they and then they they're, then they're at home against Seattle. So they're they're sandwiched between two Seattle games, uh, uh, the, this Eagles game. So, you know, I, I think that it'll have all that juice, assuming that the they're as good as they, they were last year. If they do take a step back, if Brock Purdy's not as good or Trey Lance, you know, plays not as good or isn't the same or this or that. Um, they have a lot of question marks at quarterback. So if they end up being sort of this 500 team, I, there, there will still be juice for sure, but I think it'll be looked at a little less um, in this gauntlet of games as, um, you know, the, this, this big, tough, tough game in a, in a string of, of tough games. And now that, that will be uh, two things. That'll be Hargrave coming back to Philly. Right. Right. Um, big, big free agent departure and then second thing do you think the league will ultimately ultimately listen to christian mccaffrey and letting the 49ers activate more than just three quarterbacks he just doesn't want to be their third quarterback it feels like (laughs) he just doesn't know what the nfl rules are (laughs) yeah um yeah he wants ian book in there or uh or mcfate mckee whoever they uh drafted um then they go uh to dallas for a sunday night game in dallas where they have not won since 2017 
uh, I have this as a loss. I'm not going to push my luck with uh, two out of three in the Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco uh, streak. So they're 10 and three against Dallas. Um, yeah. Um, so I have the Eagles losing to Dallas at home here. Got them uh, winning in Dallas. So uh, nobody, neither is getting sweep swept rather um, two very talented teams. Um, just to repeat what I said for the earlier game, like two best quarterbacks in the conference, two best teams in the conference, in my opinion. Uh, I think the Cowboys have made a handful of good moves this offseason. I don't think they did too much to uh, make me concerned in the draft. Like I thought they made defensible draft picks, but no picks. I was like, dang, this is going to be a problem. This Yeah, year. well, they picked the 26, so. No one's going to – it's not like Micah Parsons. I think they drafted like 11 or something. Could have had Nolan Smith. I wouldn't have sure. liked that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we both found 10 and 3 uh, thus far. Right. Uh, and I was actually wrong. The last game of the year is at the Giants. Uh, so the, after Kansas City, they have three of their last um, seven are on the road, um, four at home. Uh, then they go to Seattle. Um, they've had terrible luck against Seattle in the Carson Wentz era. I don't know how far back that goes before there. Um, I just think that this four game gauntlet is is gonna be uh, you know, carry over a bit, especially looking ahead to two against the Giants and and home against the uh, Cardinals. Um, so I I I view this as a as another loss. Um, just a fluky end of uh, a long road trip, uh, you know, far the a West Coast game. Uh, so they're ten and four, um, and uh, I'm kind of uh, okay with that. If you know, it's it's five tough games. If they go two and three, like. It's close to 500. Um, I think if they are eight and one going into the bye and no worse than then two and three in these five games coming out of the bye isn't isn't too bad. Um, so I, I have a loss. Yeah, I, I too have it as a loss. Uh, part of that's just because of what you mentioned. Uh, I don't think they've. I don't know if it's they haven't won in Seattle or if they haven't beaten Seattle, but either way, they have trouble against Pete Carroll. Uh, they especially have trouble in Seattle. Uh, I don't know if it's the... Uh, bird on bird crime. What is it? The, the 12th man? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that seems to give them the spooks. Um, but it just felt like, you know, to balance out the schedule, like this feels like a good place to put a loss uh, if we're just like looking at the over under and, you know, Eagles already have uh, quite a few wins. So uh, this is kind of like a, a buoying loss here in the schedule for me. Yeah. I have that uh, 6.1 confidence that they lose. And um, I, I just think that it's a, um, an adversity moment uh, point. I think 
uh, this far they they've taken care of business where they've had to and uh now they've had a a, a a streak of adversity that they have to overcome and and they have easier opponents to end the season um and and i think that you know they could very well be a couple games out of first uh depending how well dallas does um with with their schedule up until this point so i think this is sort of like uh nut up time for the eagles um especially with these should win uh three games to end the year um so they they come back home after this long trip monday afternoon football on christmas day against the giants for their first playoff rematch. Mm-hmm. And I think they win this game. I think it's going to be a season for the Giants where they think, man, oh man, we paid Daniel Jones how much? And uh, for for this, um, I, I think he's going to be just as good, if not worse, as last year, which he wasn't horrible last year but as far as quarterbacks go it wasn't uh special so 11 and 4 feel a little better about two losses in a row and uh they they have uh a home and and in a way to to end the year and we'll, we're in playoff positioning mode at 11 yeah. and 4 yeah i think the eagles come back out and they're feeling like uh they need to make a statement uh, and I feel like they do against the Giants, a team that they beat three times last year. Um, so, yeah, I, too, have this as a W, 11-4. and four. All right, and I'm 7.3 confident to win. Then they are at home on New Year's Eve at for their third and final 1 o'clock game on a Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals, the Jonathan Gannon reunion. The Gannon Ball. The Gannon Bowl, Arizona's four and thirteen last year. Uh they lose Zach Allen, defensive tackle. Uh they right. <laughs> they lose. Isn't DeAndre Hopkins gonna get traded or something? I, I've seen they have Zach Ertz, uh, Zach like Ertz ever. reunion. Didn't we, they were in Arizona last year. Yeah, Kyler uh, Murray will probably be back by this point. Kyler Murray will be there. Uh, unless, unless they're strategically benching him. For Colt McCoy? I, well, I, I could see them just being like full tank mode at this point. Sure, but uh, they were... Uh, I, I don't know that Zach Ertz has come back to Philly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they were in Arizona last year, so for the that first place game. So that's uh, something to... or. It wasn't first place. It was last place, <laughs> wasn't it? Or, or uh, I forget exactly. But they were in Arizona last year. Anyway, uh, I don't see this going any other way than a win. 12 and 4. Yeah, I have them winning their 12th game as well. And I have this as a 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah. Again, I, I think 5. the Eagles... Eagles fans get too delightful. You're more confident in this being a win than the bye being a draw. Correct. Okay. I think the Eagles get two really big treats in uh, the 49ers game at home and the Cardinals game at home. 
at this point in the season, like I'm not sure. Like this game has like zero excitement. Um, I think, it, well, like at least as far as on play, I think there's going to be a bunch of excitement about sticking it to Ganon, uh, given how frustrating a character in Philly sports he was last year as a member of the Eagles. And then this year as a former member of Eagles, I think um, he's just became like a lightning rod of criticism and mockery. And I think given how talented the Eagles are and how bad the Cardinals are going to be at that point in the year, I think it's just going to be a really funny uh, this week of discussion and I think fans are going to show up with a bunch of like anti-gan and stuff. So it could be fun for, uh, for the cameras in the stadium that day. Yeah. Uh, the, the other factor for this game outside of Gannon and, and, and how bad the Cardinals sh- should be again this year is uh, if you're 11 and four going into this game, there are almost certainly going to be playoff implications, especially if the Cowboys are you know, 12 and three at that point, um, it, it might be a, a must win, uh, for, for the division. There might be one seed, uh, implications there as well. Um, as, as much as I would hope that the Cowboys will have a tumultuous season and it might not matter, uh, this game very well could matter at 11 and four going into the playoffs, uh, especially, you know, even if the Cowboys aren't, aren't doing so well, maybe the 49ers are, uh, maybe there's a surprise team, uh, you know, you have the number one seed at, at stake as well. So, um, that's, a. Uh, the the playoff stakes of that game are probably going to be the biggest talking point um at that at at, at the time uh on, on top of Gaddon. so 12 and 4 going That's definitely a fourth quarter mariota game don't you think i i'd hope so i i'd hope that there are a few of those uh in the beginning of the year at least uh then at uh, a to-be-determined time on a to-be-determined day in January, they go back up to the Meadowlands where the New York Giants also play to uh, finish out the, uh, the the Giants for the season and, and the season as a whole. Um, this is a tough one to predict because maybe their playoff position is locked up and no one's playing. So uh it's it's possible they end up 12 and 5 and locked into a, a playoff spot um you know if if uh god forbid the the cowboys lock up the division and and they're kind of locked into uh, the top wild card spot at that point then then they'll they'll probably be um you know not not have to play their starters so I'm going to just say that they need this game for the one seed. So I'm going to say it's a win. 13 and four is their um, final record. 13 and four. Gotcha. Yeah. I I took the, uh, I landed on the opposite side of uh, that thinking. Um, I, you know, for two reasons, I'm, I'm hoping that the Eagles, uh, their seed is locked up. So whether they are, uh, they've got that by, or if there's no way they can improve their standing, 
Um, the smart thing in that case would be to rest starters. Um, and then the other side is just kind of hedging, uh, looking at the schedule, not trying to shoot too high here. Not saying that 13 and four is too ambitious, but they do have um, first place schedule. So it is kind of like a, a flex loss on that line of thinking of like, all right, just, I know what the over under is. I don't want to shoot too high over it. So um, maybe that's lame. Maybe I'm just trying to be accurate. Uh, 12 and five, obviously in the playoffs, I think it'll be between them and the Cowboys for the bye. Maybe the 49ers have just some sort of magic that they piece together a quarterback room that is um, moving and healthy. But that's really the top of the NFC for me. And a lot of that's going to be happening in the NFC East, the battle for that, uh, the top of that conference. So, yeah, 12 and five, not far off from your 13 and four. Yeah, it's interesting because it is a first place schedule, but you're already going to play one of the first place teams because you have to play another division in your conference. So that team is the 49ers. So you're not necessarily burned by a, a tough game because you were already going to play them. Uh, you get two of the other three first place teams out of the way in weeks two and three, one of them being Tampa. Oh, I'm sneezing a lot. Um, and Minnesota, who's not supposed to be as good and, and who you dominated last year. So you're not really getting burned by those two first place teams. The really only... Uh, unfortunate first place team you have to play is the chiefs so as far as first place schedules go it's um sort of favorable from from that perspective um you know you get most of your home games towards the end of the year uh that's good um and i don't know uh i i think as far as like cold and winter uh goes like you know week 15 was when Jalen hurt his uh, shoulder that was in Chicago uh, in a road game um by the time it, it's gonna get cold like December rolls around it December 3rd is a little too early that's at home against the 49ers then your two road games one in Dallas that's not gonna have a weather factor uh, December 17th at Seattle, that's week 15, same, same week as the bears last week. So, um, if, if Jalen stays healthy all year, I think, uh, that might be a game to be a little, uh, you know, cautious of, uh, who knows if it's raining or cold there, like Seattle has some weather conditions as a factor. Um, and then, you know, Christmas and new year's are both at home, uh, and you know hopefully you don't need those games but but you might so and then of course uh the giants game so there there are three uh the last four games of the, of the year really are sort of a weather uh variance uh you know to to be looked at so hopefully you know jalen stays healthy i think with the uh running attack that they have the the weapons he has the offensive line how smart he is with the ball um, I, I anticipate him, you know, being able to uh, 
to stay out of trouble, but uh, two years in a row around that week 15 time he has gotten hurt. So um, just something to uh, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as far as, <clears throat> as far as playoff teams, uh, I think it would be a really fun matchup if the Eagles end up facing off against the lions. That could be a really fun match. Yeah. You got the yeah. uh, CJ GJ connection and then also the Deandre Swift trade. Um, I, I still think there's some, uh, do Staley. Well, he, he's now with the Panthers. Remember? Oh, right, right. But right. I, there's, I think there's still some coaching connections somewhere in the, on the defensive side. I, I forget who it's been a while, but there's some other, uh, strings there. But yeah. yeah I, like so... all together, I don't like, it's not like to, to have, the, the toughest strength of schedule and you see I don't I'd like to think that we're not being overly optimistic 12 and 5 13 and 4 uh, this is a team that uh, is certainly still a contender and should have a deep run in the playoffs yeah I mean uh, you're looking at it if you don't win the division you're probably going to play the winner of the NFC South uh, or Saints or the Vikings, you know, I don't, unless the Bears take a step forward. I mean, I like the Darnell Wright pick. I don't know if that's going to have Fields uh, bring them up to first place or anything like that. I mean, maybe the Lions win that division, but, uh, you know, they'll probably be a four or five uh, matchup, which unfortunately you have to play on the road. You have, you'll have to play on the road throughout the, the playoffs, but um you'll you'll have to play in Dallas probably. Uh, I think that that's the biggest advantage to to winning the division um or or at San Francisco. So uh it'll be a a, a t- pretty tough road to the playoffs. I mean to the Super Bowl if they don't win the division, but I do think that um they'll be, you know, a, a really formidable uh opponent if even if they do have to play three road games to to get to the super bowl so anyway um that's the schedule you have them at 12 and 5 i have them at 13 and 4 we'll uh monitor that throughout the season uh any final thoughts um for any moms who's who've made it this far (laughs) through the podcast happy mother's day uh go sixers and uh let's let's take on the heat in in the reality after the game yeah yeah uh or if not it's getting warmer out and uh we'll take on the heat that way so happy mother's day for mike i mean thanks for listening